This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to Single Sounds. My name is Katie Mack and I am the host and creator of this dating podcast and happy Boxing Day if you are listening live on the day of release. And today, this week's guest, I have Jamie Johnson joining me and he is the founder and developer of a new dating app called Matter. He found the traditional dating apps with their addictive qualities and problematic algorithms that they weren't working for him and he realized he wasn't presenting himself as his authentic self. So he founded Matter, which is a dating app with the tagline, Date Different. Matter are encouraging us to be more inclusive, authentic, vulnerable and open, whilst dating with a lot less choice and more intention. Okay, hi Jamie, welcome to Single Sounds. Hey Katie, thank you for having me. Hey, you're welcome, I'm glad you're here. I'm very excited to talk about this topic. Dating apps is very, very interesting, but yours is even more interesting because it's a bit different. So... I think everyone has thought about setting up a dating app before. I I definitely have. Before I set up this podcast, I was going through like all the ideas of what I could do. Just because I think they are the future, to be honest. But none of us seem to be happy with them. So I wanted to know for you, like what was the trigger point or like the definitive moment where you were like, I'm going to set this up, I'm going to do it? Yeah, great question. I think nail on the head with your statement as well is that like if we look at the data dating app use is like this dysfunction or whatever you want to call it or annoyance it's following it so although they are increasing people are equally just as annoyed with them as kind of like that necessary evil um and we want to change that obviously i think the reason i chucked in my job and and went and did this you know like 100 percent was um you know like thousands millions of people during the pandemic i was went from a, a really enjoyable role. I was working in influencer marketing, heading up the sales of, a, of, a, of an agency. I was out all the time meeting nice. people in different countries, all that kind of stuff to, yeah, locked in your flat mm. and uh, being told you, you can't be outside for more than an hour a day or whatever. And um, <laughs> Terrible time. Yeah, they were very bad and weird <laughs> looking back on them, you know. And so I just really struggled with that lack of stimulation that kind of taking everything away from me and it it really started to affect me and um when we came out of the pandemic that you know the that company made a lot of uh, layoffs of which I was unfortunately one of them but I ended up going back into a new role which was a big role it was like heading up a department of this big uh, company that was starting a new division and they wanted someone to come in and I was just freaking out about it I was Mm -hmm. like 
I'm going to fail. I can't remember how to book a meeting room. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be totally useless. And um, it was at that point where I was like, I need to see some, like a therapist, psychiatrist, whatever it is to talk about this. Cause I was keeping myself up at night, sweating, get, getting very, very mm. hyped up about this. All my whole life, I've always had an inclination that I've had ADHD because I have every single symptom possibly going. Okay. Um, so if you're taking an educated guess, I would probably go for yeah ADHD positive. And um, I spoke to a psychiatrist and said, look, I think this is what it is. And I'm kind of hyper-focusing, which I'm sure we'll talk about later, on, on mm. failure and negativity. Right. Yeah. Shock. That was confirmed. And my schools were pretty in that last percentile there of, of, of having ADHD. So, so that was really interesting. So then I was like, okay, this is actually good for me because now I can actually read up on it. I don't feel like an imposter. It's kind of like, oh, am I in that club or not? Can I, yeah. is that really about me? You know, you know, you kind of feel a little bit like, mm, I'm not really too sure. And um, so I got to read up on it, read some brilliant books. And I think the, the real game changer for me, and I know this is a contentious subject, is the um, access to medication. And mm. that really, really helped me. Doesn't work for everyone. Yeah. I know some people are very against it. I know some people are very for it. I think, you know, we should stop kind of pointing at each other's choices or whatever and just yeah, it's accept. just whatever works for you. Exactly. And it certainly works for me. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I manage it really well where some days like today I don't take it because I want to talk to you in a free. I don't need to concentrate too much. Some days where I've got tons of admin, I take it and I've got stuff to do that. So, um, oh, I didn't know that. So you can kind of flex yeah. it depending on your day. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So some days when I'm playing sport, I take less because I don't want to get too like heart rate to be too high. Okay. Some days where I've got loads of admin, I take more. So I just yeah. manage it um, accordingly. So I got access to all of this information and medication and I was really open about like, you know, having ADHD. I was like, if people wanted to talk to me about it, I, I was happy to talk to them about it. I went into this new role. People knew about it. It was great. I could like work with the kind of diversity and inclusion team there and mm. say like, oh, this is, would be some great things that you could do for ADHD people, blah, 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 and make some changes. The only place I felt completely paralyzed with it was dating. And I just thought to myself, oh God, no, don't write anything negative down on your profile, mm -hmm. which no one does, you know. <laughs> yeah, you no. know people have <laughs> like AIs strange. like checking out your photos now to see which one is going to be perform the best. And, you know, you, you analyze your bio and, yeah. and photos so much because you, you know that it's so ultra competitive. Mm that um, any sort of negativity, anything that can get you that, you know, uh, swipe left or that X, you're just not going to do. Yeah. And that just got me thinking, like, I'm presenting myself in a way that's fictitious to the other person. And I just thought, you know, forget it just being ADHD. It could, it could be anything. It could, it could be absolutely anything. Why are we being so real or as real as we can be in real life? And then as soon as we go online, you know, Instagram, to some extent, but especially dating, mm. we just revert to this kind of really polished fake version of ourselves. And, um, I think that just when people meet up on their dates, you've got two people that have essentially been lying to each other online, then trying to be these people they're not. And I just thought this would be a lot better if people were just more truthful. Um, so we did some initial research into it. It really helps. Shout out to my sister, who's a behavioral scientist. So oh, nice. uh, <laughs> good connections. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good to have a little sister that knows about the human brain and all that kind of stuff. And so we did some research just um, thinking, you know, does anyone else care about this? Mm. Or am I just, you know, barking mad or whatever? Yeah. And it turns out they do. So we had, my background's marketing. So I worked in marketing for about 12, 13 years. Um, and getting people to do surveys if you don't pay them. Oh, yeah, it's hard. <laughs> they don't want to do it. Yeah. 
we were inundated with people uh, wanting to do our survey about, you know, a more kind of, you know, transparent, vulnerable, mental health focused dating product. And um, I think we had something like 1600 people do the survey in a day, wow. which is crazy. We unpaid. had no website, unpaid, we had no wow. website, no website, no no Instagram, we had no, we had no name, we had nothing. Yeah. Um, we just paid an influencer who talked a lot around, you know, dating and mental health and t- stuff like that. So that it was a target market, was was strong there and just put that out. And then, um, yeah, it was just like, every time I refreshed it, it was like 300, 600, 400, you know, wow. 800. And that's when we were like, oh, we, we've got something here. We started um, to like map it out together and build it, you know, try and have a look at how we were going to, because it's a very saturated market, mm. you know, I'm sure we'll talk about this, but dating apps are so saturated. Oh but yeah, there's millions now. Mi- yeah. And they all, they <laughs> all you know, try to do different things, but actually they're all kind of the same. Exactly. And I think, you know, w- where we really can defend ourselves in that space and really make a difference is like, you know, we're purpose-led, not feature-led, mm. right? Not saying we don't have great features, we do, but we're, we're driven by our purpose. So, you know, there's apps where they're like, oh, you can date on the same day, or this has got a functionality that does this. But essentially, that's just a, you know, that can be just taken and plopped into another app, really. Yeah. And, and you see that happening a lot, the cannibalization of features within, mm. within dating. Whereas us, we're like, we want you to be vulnerable, we want you to be open, and we want you to get your cards on the table. And I lived that problem, and now I'm starting the solution. Yeah. So it's much harder for you to go like, okay, well, I'm just going to take that and plug it into my app because that was not really relevant to, to what you're doing in your audience. So, so yeah, that's kind of the backstory of, you know, why I started it, the kind of catalyst and, and kind of the initial steps into to, to getting to where we are today. I did do a bit of research on ADHD because I, I didn't actually know that much about it. Yeah. So do you have combined types? Because I know there's like yes. three types. Okay. Because <laughs> you said you fit every single yes. spectrum. So yeah. with Matter, have you kind of developed it that it would... <laughs> fit all those different three types or I think it's to be honest like I was going to ask who is matter actually for because I think it is for everyone isn't it of course not just for neurodivergent people of course yeah matter is for absolutely everyone Um, well as long as you're not a toxic person please don't come on our product if you are but uh, (laughs) we don't want you here (laughs) no yeah no catfishes no toxic people and we do some stuff to root those guys out um but oh I'd like to talk about that that's really interesting um now or you or I mean yeah whenever you can answer this question first yeah So we wanted to create a product which is like, look, we we understand that like some people just need a bit more help than others to navigate in spaces. And we want them, (laughs) this is going to be, you know, shocking, you know, clearly not, but (laughs) neurotypicals and neurodiverse still hate the same things, right? Right. Like you're neurotypical and you don't like feeling overwhelmed, I don't think, Mm, right? No. No. Who likes that? Who likes that? (laughs) Who likes anxiety? Who likes, you know, addiction? And um, so actually, you know, we might feel them stronger because of just that's the way our, our brains and everything are made up. But it certainly doesn't mean that people on, you know, the other side of the fence or neurotypicals enjoy them. Yeah. So by creating a product where we're like, hey, if we if we make if we get this right for neurodiverse people, we're gonna get it right for neurotypical people anyway, mm-hmm. because the things they hate, you hate. And it's funny because the research and all the data we did completely said that. I'm very much of this mantra that we want more synergy and less silos. Yeah. So I really think like, I don't want people putting up walls being like, this is my camp and I'm in this and no other people, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I really, really don't like that. And I, I do see a lot of that happening in general society with a lot of things. It's like, you can't come in my club and talk about these things. And it's like, yeah. we need more allies than, you know, we're not going to change anything if we don't start, you know. So the point is one in five people are neurodiverse. It's a massive minority. Yeah. It's massive. So if you're not, you're certainly going to know someone that's you know, ADHD, dyslexic, autistic, dyspraxic, you know, so it, it's not this tiny kind of minority. Mm. They're your brother, your cousin, your pal yeah, at work. Yeah, people you know. 
people and you just you know. don't see it. It's not as visible, yeah. Exactly. And so we just, I always give this analogy when people go, well, who's it for? And I say, look, we're for everyone, but we want to make people that feel things a bit more, just to be a bit more protected. Yeah. Um, so I always give this analogy that like, if you built a football stadium, you'd build wheelchair access into it, mm. right? You're not building a stadium for people in wheelchairs. Yeah. You're just making sure that they can enjoy the experience as well. like everyone else. And that's what we're doing with our neurodiverse and mental health features. And actually they're really good for people that aren't, you know, neurodiverse or mental health either because they protect your mental health from getting to the point where you might need them more than you do at the minute. It's really interesting. When I polled my Instagram audience out of the 200 people that did respond, not quite your survey levels, but, you know, it's still, it's okay. It's, okay it's good, it's good. For yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's good. I posed the question, mm. which is, do we think dating apps are causing more harm than good? And it was 74% harm. That was on my podcast Instagram. So obviously people that are quite interested in dating, mostly single. Why do you think people have such a negative experience or negative tone around dating apps? I think it's just the apps in themselves are programmed to get you addicted, mm. right? Um, so I'll give you some data and some stats. So oh, yeah, I love data. Go so, on. Do you like, are you being serious? Yeah, I love yeah, it. No, oh, I love it. No, I do. <laughs> Here we go. That was my old job. Oh. <laughs> it's like spreadsheets, oh, like, wow. and programming, yeah. So the apps want you to become addicted because basically when you're selling an app to an investor or you want to see if your apps are forming well, you look at certain metrics. Mm. Uh, you want to see like what we like to use which is it's called MAU, M-A-U, which is monthly active users. So we okay. look at the, the month and see how many people are active in the month. But what a lot of apps use is they want to look at DAO, which is daily active users, right? Which is really like how many people are coming on every single day. Mm. Whereas we look at like how many times you come on in a month. So do you see the difference there? Yeah. It's like we're saying like, oh, this user came on five times in a month. Great, fine, cool. They used it more than once a week. That's great. They're coming back. They're repeating. They're talking to people. Maybe they've been on some dates, but they're, they're using this healthily. Whereas a lot of companies, they want like, how many times in a day are they coming mm. back? How many times are they, you know, spending their coins, everything like that? So the, the apps are trying to get you addicted. Like how they do that is they kind of have this like what's behind the door thing you know, swipe. So you don't know who the next profile is. Oh, the next one, the next, oh, you've run out of lights, top up, crank up again. Yeah. And it's like, they use the same software as, you know, Skybet and, and casinos and those types of things. So 90, I think it's something like 90% of dating app users display addictive behaviors to their apps, mm -hmm. right? 48% of people who use dating apps, it's the last thing they check before they turn their lights off to sleep. Wow. One in two. 48. <clears throat> yeah, something like that. 48, That's 49. so high. The yeah, one last two. thing they do. And I bet you people are listening to this going, oh my God. That's me. That's yeah. me. Yeah, that's but, like a game. Yeah, because you're addicted yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah. You're addicted to your dating Because like, oh, mine's probably Candy Crush. <laughs> it's the same with Because it's what I do to relax. But like, yeah. I guess that's what people are doing to relax, swipe. Because you're, okay, this is what dating apps do. They, and I, I'll caveat this by saying, I'm not a scientist, but I know a lot about this particular word, which is dopamine, because I have ADHD and I can't produce... It, like neurotypicals can, right? That, that's basically what ADHD is. You, you find it very hard to produce a happiness chemical, right. right? And so when you're doing mundane tasks like ironing, I can't iron. You know, I pay someone to do the ironing because it, it makes me angry and frustrated. Like, it's wow. like, it's not giving me any enjoyment and I yeah. have to sit there and it... Well, it's and really then, boring, yeah. And it gets really boring and then I get really tense <laughs> and like, you know, I'm holding this hot thing Gosh. and it's just... Yeah, I have to... And people don't... People go, oh, it's just people that talk a lot. Where it's not, no, actually... This is, this is some of the more serious things in it. But um, the point is I'm like, getting at is that like, dating apps are like one of the, if not the most dopamine roller coaster, you know, bing, bing, you've got a match. Mm. Spike, dopamine. What does he look like? Open it. Oh, yeah, he's quite cute. Like, we're starting messaging. Da -da -da -da. Oh, ghosted, ghosted. Checking my phone in a meeting, thinking about why he's not yeah. messaging me back. Down, 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 down. Ding. 
new match. Oh, back up again, everything mm. like that. So the reason people say more harm than good and more harm is that they are addicted to the product. Yeah. And it's because, it's not your fault, by the way. <laughs> it's not your it's fault. It's not your fault. It's, it's, like... it's not. No, it's because the app is designed to make you addicted yeah. and you've become addicted to it. It's just like any other thing it's that's science. addicting. Yeah. You know, nicotinas and cigarettes, if you smoke enough of them, you will be addicted. That's yeah. just how it is. If you use dating apps enough, you will form addictive performing behaviors. Mm. So how do we do that? You get three people to connect with the day. We don't have any hidden people. You see all of them up front. We don't yeah. try any dark arts. So in the future, people go, well, how are you going to make money when we when we release premium? Because we're going to do it in a way that's non-toxic. And I think if you communicate that to people, you say, we'll give you, we'll give you two more people. We're going to have a charity partnership where some of your money that you invest into us every month will be given to charity. So you know nice. that you're doing some good there. And we'll show you what we do with that charity. It'll be something around online behavior and addiction and you know, revenge porn and things like that kind of really interesting to us. And um, we'll be able to give you better brand deals. So we'll actually be able to save you money. So there's, there's this thing with people. It's like, if they have perceived they get more value than a cost, yeah. they'll pay for it. If you perceive you're getting less value and the cost is too high, you won't, you won't pay for yeah. it, right? And so we'll give you better brand deals. So actually you'll start saving money. So it's okay, right? So your app subscription is going to cost you $9.99 a month, but we're going to put a cocktail place on there. That's two for one and they're £10 a cocktail. Yeah. So if you go there once, you've... Once a month, yeah, you've made it back. You've made it back. And we'll make sure that we keep putting cool brands in there. And you come to us and say, if you if you guys want coffee shops, come tell us you we want coffee shops. We'll get you coffee shops. Like everyone wants to work with us. Like we have brands approaching us saying like, please put us yeah. on your app. So that's how we're going to do it. We don't want you to be addicted. We don't want to see the DAOs going like through the roof where everyone's like on it the whole time because we actually stop you doing that. Mm. You have three people. Okay, it will go to seven. We show you them all and you can use the app however way you like. But yeah, that, that's why people are feeling negative towards them because they're, they're addicted and their dopamine is spiking coming up and down. And that's the same as if you were addicted to cigarettes, drugs, drink, whatever. It's, it's, yeah, you, you don't, don't have negative feelings towards all of them. Of course. If yeah, you, if anything you, you're addicted to. Of course. If you were, let's say you were an alcoholic and you just could not stop drinking and you were, think about how many times you have a drink in a week and then think about how many times you use your dating app. Mm. It's probably a lot more with the dating app, right? Mm. You probably, when I was single, I would maybe take that out four or five times a day. You yeah. probably sometimes more. Any gap I used to get waiting for the bus, you know, I'm at the photocopier, you think about it like that. Yeah. And so it's harm it's harming your, your brain. Not good. Well look, it's it's <laughs> not it's not in their interest it's not in their interest to to get you to leave. Yeah, well, well that's why the hinge yeah. slogan of like Hilarious. designed to be deleted. Hilarious. It's <laughs> a bit bit No well, one not, buys that. No, no that's the thing. Like no one does. I don't and they've stuck with it, which is fair play. <laughs> look, for us on that time, people ask me that and they go, Well look, if your product's so great you lose everyone. I think that's like positive and negative. No, but trend. there's always going to be single people. Of course. I just, it's like people get out of relationships for whatever reason. People turn 18. Yeah. <laughs> We're an 18 plus yeah. product. But we will also like, you know, we in the future, we want to open up to platonic friendships because I think that's super important, especially, I don't know how old you are. I haven't asked, of course, but Gen Z are the loneliest generation of all time and they're mm. the most connected, right? And I actually feel really sad about that. Like, if we're going to get a load of lonely people and loneliness is like such a big killer. It's, it's literally like number one, isn't mm -hmm. it? It's more than like every yeah. other disease. Okay, so leading on, I guess, how mm -hmm. do you think people can improve their experience with dating apps? <clears throat> <laughs> Don't use certain triggering ones. If you feel like it's triggering you, I think the average dating app user has three point, I think it's 3.8% of apps on their phone. So basically four dating apps. 
Oh, how I've many how many apps does someone have on there? I think it's three point eight, but obviously it doesn't make sense, right? Yeah, because you can't have point eight, but it's just how no, many users average, divided yeah. by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I get how so much four. Works. It's okay. Yeah, hopefully um, everyone else does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but let's say four. I, yeah. I don't know if like, it's something like something like that. When we did, we we told investors this before. So we're like, we're not competing to be the single app, right? We're competing because you to be, know that people have know, four. Have, yeah. yeah, I mean, I had, two, I think I had two. When I was before Matter existed, I too have a little think about what you are really trying to get out of the dating app you're using. Is it just an ego boost? Is it just to fill time? And be honest with yourself because we did an anonymous survey mm. and it was frightening to see. Really? Yeah, and it's funny because we did it. You know, we did it men versus you know versus we cross reference men and women and it's so interesting to see kind of. But they're really you know, different. Very yeah. different. Yeah, a lot of men <clears throat> very honest and said, "Oh, I just use it for hookups." Mm. which you can say is bad, right? But then a lot of women just said, I use it for ego boosting. Yeah. So it's, they're both bad. They're both bad. They're both yeah. bad. You're never going to meet that person, at least you know, on that side. Yeah. They've kind of met you. I and think. that's why you're getting disappointed because the people that you're <laughs> swiping, so say you're a straight male, you're trying to find someone to hook up with. Mm -hmm. Actually, all these women are just there for the match and they don't actually want to meet up with you. Yeah, no one's getting a good experience. Everyone's going to be disappointed, yeah. And I think it's about having a look at the apps, Deciding what type of people congregate on those products mm. and then deciding if that's, is that the type of place that I want to congregate? Think of apps a bit like a bar or a venue. Yeah. You know, that's how people used to meet back in the day if they wanted to meet like-minded people. Like if you were into, you know, a band, you would go to that band and at least you'd know that if you met a girl at the, at the bar, she was into that band, you've already got something to talk about. And mm. that's how people did things back in the day. Or you were into sports, you want to join a sports club or whatever it, whatever it was. So have a little think about what that product is, what it represents and type of people that congregate in there. And I think that's the, the thing with the generic apps, your Bumbles, your Tinges, your Hinges, that like they are just a melting pot of everyone. And if that's what you want, then mm. then fine, go in there. But it's a bit like a TK Maxx. There's a little bit of everything and you're going to yeah. have to sort through it. Whereas a lot of other apps, you know, you can go in there and know that at least the community there is something that I'm, yeah, I'm interested gonna in. Yeah, going to align with at least. Um, are an app available to everyone, but we're not for everyone. Anyone mm. can use us, but we're not for everyone. Like, yeah. you know, we're, we're about people that want to be a bit more open. And some people are just a bit more stoic and closed. And that's fine if you don't want if you don't want to open up as much. I know, like I said, British people are not used to opening up. Mm. You know, stiff upper lip, get on with it, kind of thing. But that that is a really good quality to have, especially like I think vulnerability and transparency are like two of the most sought after qualities in men from women. Yeah. And yet men think that if they do that, it makes them less of a man. And it's mm. like it's not true. So, you know, we're that type of place. And um, I, I actually get really excited. Like, you know, dating apps are like seventy percent men normally. Right? Tinder, Hinge, even Bumble. Yeah. Seventy and something percent male. I actually love it when I see men coming onto our product because, you know, we're making them be vulnerable. And so yeah. actually for us, we, we like that. So Are you more 50-50 then? Yeah. I mean, we're a little bit heavier on the men, but nowhere near as much as them. So okay. like, probably uh, like Interesting. 15. It's still more men though. It's always more yeah. men. It's just, it just, it's, that is just, it's what it is. And they're across the board. Even Bumble. Which is meant to be female first. <laughs> yeah. It's nowhere near female first. I mean, that kind of makes sense to me, though. It's like those bars that promo that girls get in for free. Yeah. Like, if you're saying that the apps are for a girl, then you probably are going to get more men. Let me give you, um, <laughs> let me give all the single straight men listening to this a little bit of advice. Or go to any dating panel discussion. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or just any dating event, to be any honest. Any dating event. Uh, a group of women came up to me after the event and they were like asking about dating apps. And I gave them this stat, which is women find 80% of men on dating app profiles unattractive. Mm. So, like. Yeah, okay. Not know. so easy at that point. So that means that, like, if you're a woman, you are 
all going after the top 20% of men. Mm. So do you feel like you're in the top 20% of women? Is no. what I said. And that's what, and they would look to me like, how dare you say that? I'm like, that's just maths. That's just maths. That's not me giving an unpopular opinion. That's just, you're, yeah, yeah. you're all fighting over 20% of men. So if you were fighting in that percentile, do you believe that you are in that percentile as well? Like yeah. if you are the top 20% of all women on this dating app. And they would look to me like, you know, like, oh my God, he's just said something really. And I was like, no, that, that's just maths. So that's my controversial opinion is, you know, do you think you're in the, you know, no, you know I've where heard, you're I've shopping? heard similar like things from dating experts that I know we shouldn't score people, but let's just say yeah, there yeah, are yeah. seven out of 10 mm -hmm. to most people. Women will only date the eights and nines. They won't dip down. Whereas yeah. the men, if the, he's a seven, he'll go down to like, fives mm. and then still go higher but yeah. he's Project. just not as not as fast <laughs> well, I think on the outset i think it's because men know there's way more men so they have to compete what they think is probably lower than what they view themselves at because mm. they've got to give themselves a chance whereas women it's the opposite they've got to pick up a bunch of way too many people so they need to filter but the thing is the men they're going after everyone else is going after yeah so they're just going to get ghosted so and they, ignored or they're not and... even getting matches because yeah. that that top 20 percent of man can pick whoever he likes mm. you know and I, I remember at the event we had the most liked person in the whole of the uk on tinder yeah and so you know that guy he's loving dating apps dating apps have done good for him there's no harm for him right? yeah so his you know? stats he got swiped right sixteen thousand times wow yeah a guy, <laughs> a guy i went to uni with was the most liked person in london on happen oh okay yeah, he got like an email from their pr yeah it's agency. got i like how they reach out i think yeah, it's quite cool but he's married now guys so anyway well, i'd hope so yeah yeah I don't know if they might happen, maybe they... God, they should have done some PR around that. Yeah, they really should if they yeah. did, but yeah. probably not, to be honest. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I've actually never had that app. No, it was like when you walk past people. That's and it, it like, yeah. I think I had it for it a like bit. like pings then, or something. And I think, again, there's my point going back to what we talked about earlier, which is purpose versus feature. Yeah. Like, that's like, ugh, do you mean, like... Okay, I'm bored of the kind of like we walk past at white station. I guess, station, yeah, so. I also find that if I walk past someone that doesn't really mean I'm compatible with them. No, of course not. Like, just because just we're in the <laughs> just, same space. Just means you both went to Waterloo at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So did 100,000 other people. I think, especially day. in London, like we're all on the tube all the time. Yeah. It doesn't mean that I have a connection to that space yeah. or place. So, yeah, that's why I never downloaded it. I didn't really understand the whole. I think one of the cool features Concept. actually, uh, like that kind of proximity thing was, um, this is going to make me sound like a real tosser, but I'm going to say it anyway, but I was on Raya, which when you tell people like, but yeah, I was on Raya. Um, <laughs> I've heard that's terrible. Huh? The app. Um, yeah. Well, when, oh God, this is going to make me even sound like a biggest tosser, but when I was on it, it was, I used, like I said, I used to work in influence marketing as talent agency. Oh, yeah. So some big talents put me on it right at the beginning. Yeah. It was like, when I was on it then, it was like, whoa, that this is really, know, I mean, like, really good. Like, I saw some really like famous people on it and I was like, oh my god did like, you match with them both uh no unfortunately <laughs> never matched with anyone that famous but the <laughs> first person thing. i tell you the first person i ever saw on raya was cara de Levine. oh the wow first, first profile i ever saw on raya oh and you were like this yeah. amazing. i was like wow i mean like thinking if that's the first person i saw but i'm not gonna name drop people that's all right because it makes you look like an absolute loser but um one thing they did which was really cool is you could have your um city and it would tell you where the raya users were for instance, it would tell you bars that had Raya users in it. Right. And I really like that. It wouldn't give you all their information, but it would just say, like, this profile. And I like that because you you could kind of work out if you were somewhere new, like, where would be, like, a cool place to go? Because those people that have that app, they're going to be in this bar. Yeah. That's a certain type of person, normally creatives or in film or whatever. And I don't think people use it enough as I did. Like, if I went abroad, I'd, I'd open up the map and be like, oh, there's six people from Riot that are in mm. this bar. Like, I'm going to go check that out. So, yeah, that's that's one kind of feature I really did like, which was about location.
Yeah, that's good. Mm. That's cool. No, I can't say I'm on Raya. Don't think I'd get accepted. So. You, were, you were. Come on, you're on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. that's what yeah. People love. Yeah, massive. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Let's move on to the catfishing mm. thing because I did. It was really interesting when I polled my Instagram audience saying I have a dating app founder coming on. I actually got inundated with questions Great. the most for that that category I put up quite a few and people were very keen to go like why can't they do this why don't they do this and one of them was why don't they verify with government ID so obviously people can't pretend to be someone they're not I've had a lot of thoughts about this so Mm -hmm. firstly I thought it was probably a GDPR issue I'm Mm -hmm. not sure you can collect you can you You, can you can yeah okay Uh, interesting then I thought not everyone has government ID so it Mm -hmm. would be a bit exclusive obviously like there's some people it's not free right Mm -hmm. passports are expensive there's new asylum seekers you know all these things Mm -hmm. so that was another reason I thought maybe it wouldn't work but I think the main one for me that I don't really understand is obviously you could verify someone like I know lots of them now do video verification which is what matter does too right yeah so we Um, we, we do a realness test but yeah yeah yeah. okay because I think you could still do the video and then still upload pictures that aren't you? Mm-hmm. Is that something you could do? I mean, I think the, the main reason that people don't do the government ID, I mean, anyone could do that, by the way. It's, it's out there technology, and right. a lot of people do that. I think there's a couple of reasons why. One, and this is really interesting, and, I'm, and your, your listeners, will, I think, will have a little chuckle about this, is we do a lot of research at Matter. We're not one of these companies that just puts our finger in the air and go, oh, let's create this. You know, we talk to the community all the time, even like, for instance, our colorways, right? Our colors, you would might not know this off the bat, but they're, they're non-triggering to autistic people. Oh, okay. So, you know, you, you were just seeing a purple, whereas an autistic person feels calm seeing that thing. So, nice. you know, for us, it's like, well, if we're going to make a color, we might as well make it one that doesn't trigger people that get triggered by colors, right? Yeah. And that's the color of the National Autistic Society as well. So they, if you are, and I'm combined uh, ADHD autism, so ADHD, AU or whatever it is. Sorry, I've gone off topic a little bit, but that's, that's why. <laughs> I want to know what colours are triggering now. Yeah, or red. Red, You know, red is very, you know, lust, sexual. That's why Tinder, if you know, they've just changed their colour to purple. Ah. So if you look at all their new ad campaigns, they've gone to purple. So we were first, so got the big boys copying us. I did realise they changed their colours, but I thought it was to make it more softer, to look less hook-up. Yeah. Which it kind of gives maybe the same yeah, impression. I mean, as a marketeer and a brand person, I think they should have just gone full down that hookup route and just owned it. Yeah, that's my, yeah. my opinion. Just, I agree, because there's still it. a big market for yeah, that. Yeah, just own that space. Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like you're trying to pretend someone you're not. So that's verification. So there's two reasons why they don't. Um, couple of reasons why we haven't as of yet and also the chuckle part for your listeners is that when we do the research we said like what's it what's your you know the biggest thing you don't like about matter like the minute they're like um it takes too long to get through the onboarding like we want to get onto the product really quickly like we don't want to fill all this stuff in and then it was like second thing they didn't like people don't have enough information in their profiles yeah <laughs> so i'm like well you've just said that you you know you don't want to spend time filling it in and then when you get there no one else has filled anything in um and how's that relate to id well that is a huge 
glaring drop off. If you're going to say to someone, you need to go and find your passport or your driving right. license, put that it just in. Just slows the process down. It's, you're going to just get, I mean, we see drop off like just for people having to scan their face. So apps don't all I'd do it. I hope that's a good thing though, because then they're exactly. like, oh, I'm clearly trying to be someone I'm not. Because when I signed up, I didn't think two minutes about that. I was like, great. I did it in a 100%. really ugly, I was in my pajamas, I think. Yeah. I didn't have any makeup on. I was like, here I go. This is me. Because <laughs> like, yeah. I just know it's not going to go anywhere. No, of course. I mean, yeah. like we, I mean, we, I mean the, the system just goes, yeah, these, yeah. these people. Are, it's not like you're keeping are. them. Um, so that, so the, I think the, the, the main reason not everyone does it is from, from the point that it's actually really not beneficial to them, detrimental to them, sorry, for, for signups. Also, you have to have a certain amount of volume going through the, the software, and we're just not at that volume yet. Right. So even if we wanted to do it, which is something we will do in the future for our premium accounts, because it's, it costs a lot of money as well to I, do that. Yeah, you have I'm to sure pay per use. Yeah. So we, we have to go, well, well, we're a nascent business. We're just starting out. We want to protect people as much as we can. What can we do right now? The thing for us is we're always thinking we need to get users on because users allows us to go and get investment. Right. Mm. And so we want to protect everyone as much as we can. And we also need to understand what it is that we can actually do with such a small business right away. But yeah, the reason that other brands don't do it. And actually, there was a, a company, which is a shame, that's whole mantra was you had to do it. And they, they ended up folding. So um, yeah. they just didn't get enough people to, to, to go through with it. And it, it's a thing that's very much an issue that women are very interested in. Yeah. Whereas men don't feel those types of pressures like they do women because they're not and it, and it it totally makes sense. We're not as prone to being scared about meeting strangers and that totally makes sense. Um so men see upload your ID and they're like, oh I can't be bothered. I'm not doing that. That's mm. long. Like it's got nothing to it's not helping me kind of thing. And yeah. so it's an issue for one side of the the coin. So yeah, that's interesting because I was like, oh, great. I'm really glad they're doing this. Yeah. Because <laughs> no. I'd be worried if I got through straight away just by putting in my name and manually. <clears throat> I'd just be like, well, anyone could have written anything. Yeah. And I think like a lot of apps, if you look at it, they now have like optional verification. But it's like, why? Yeah. Just make it mandatory. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like we, what we do is we see, a, it's called like a likeness test. So we see the photos you upload and the live picture, then it cross-references it with the pictures that you upload. Right. So you, you couldn't just change them after then with the test. Well, fail. you could probably, yeah. I mean, you, you could fiddle around with things do you know what I mean yeah. like within within profiles all the time but like when you were going to upload your photos and when we verify you there then your photos and face match yeah right okay so yeah that initial point they have to match yeah so at least for the first minute you've got the yeah. right photos the thing, <laughs> the, the thing is though with us is that like we will see anything like that like we might get alerted but one I think one great thing with our business is that when you report someone, it comes straight through to the whole team. Mm. And that's something that no one else does. So normally you're going to go to a bot or you're going to go to like in the inbox that's like report at and someone's going to blow dust off it once a month and go and check yeah. it. Whereas if you ever report anything on our system, every single person near enough, like six team members get that. And we have people in different time zones. And I think it's really nice to know that like we are here to protect you. And we do get, we, I mean, we're not alien to people reporting other people. It does yeah. happen. But luckily, I, I think we've dealt with two in about six months, yeah, which, is, which is really good. And one was a picture thing and we like looked into it and closed that person's countdown. So nice. Yeah. Straight yeah. off the bat. I'm, I'm a very honest and transparent person. Sometimes maybe I, I shouldn't be, but that's my <laughs> mantra that I live by. But we are a small, independent, self-funded business and we're really trying to shake up a very toxic industry, yeah. which is hugely dominated by two main yeah, players. players yeah. it's, it's a duopoly, right? So you have Match Group, which own Hinge and Tinder and Plenty of Fish and uh, some other ones in there. And then you have you know the Badoo, Bumble, Bumble uh, yeah. and Fruits on the Fruits, other side. Yeah. And that's basically it. 
Yeah. That's basically it. So you you got to take on these big boys. You've got to like have some really thick skin, mm. and you've got to understand it's very predatory. And you know they don't want people kind of calling out there. You know I'm sitting on a podcast here telling you that what they do is really toxic, and you know <laughs> that's probably not a great thing for us to do. But it's what I believe in. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's all right. It's just what, what it is. is. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what else to say. Really, mm. shouldn't be toxic, should they? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag don't be toxic. Yeah. Yeah. So could you explain like what makes matter different overall and what you hope to achieve with the app? Okay, it's a really good question and one that I'm going to try and break down. So why we're different is, and that the strap line is date different, and that's different ways to date, different people to date, different, a different thought process. We understand that like when you're dating, people can say personality until the cows come home, but you can't really get someone's personality through from the phone. So mm. near enough, what you're doing is picking on looks. And I think that's just, you know, that's attraction. So how do we get as much personality as we can into a phone, right? So the first thing we do when you come onto the product, and I know you've downloaded it, is we give you these like quick fire personality quests, like Marmite, yeah. Love, Hate, Dogs, Cats. Yeah, I like sea, those. Snow. Yeah, everyone yeah. loves it, by the way. So that's yeah, like the I really one enjoyed thing. it. Yeah. Some of them I couldn't, I found it quite hard to pick. You can press skip. So if you uh, yeah, answer. I don't know. I just, I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was good. Well, that's like it for made me. you think. <laughs> for sure. And we try and like build up. And by the way, you can go into your profile and do that quiz as much as you want and get another 10 set of questions. And so the more data you give us, the more we can match you up with people. So oh, we really good, try yeah. and match you up on personality. And then you can come in, you can put all the stuff you're interested in, which I know other apps have, but then you can build, we're going to be able to build out on that. So if you say Japanese food, you can actually then click into that and then write like, you know, whatever sticks and sushi is my favorite place or whatever yeah. whatever it is so we can just build up as much information as possible so the onboarding process is really personality focused then you come on to um you know the pictures where you can put video as well so you've got that like other other apps and then we have sparks and i think what's really interesting about sparks is these are little prompts and yeah. you can either reply to them in text or you can do a video to them but here a lot of the sparks if you've noticed subliminally where we're trying to get people to be a bit more vulnerable without making it like i am vulnerable about mm. do you know what i mean we're really soft but if you look at it, you're like, oh, actually, that question's about this. So something I might need help with rather than I'm really bad at this or something like that. So it's like that allows other people to read that and go, oh, no, I'm really good at that. I can help this person. with yeah. So as much of the personality, whether that might be positive or negative, we try to get out. My favorite feature with, with Matter is Honesty Box. Mm. So Honesty Box is one box is about something you are like. And this is also something people, like, especially British people, are very, you know, they're not great at doing, yeah, which is cha terrible champion yourself. Yeah. yeah, but champion yourself in a good way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We're very, you know, stoic, like, yes, I'm quite good at that. It's like, no, you won the gold medal, didn't yeah. you? Do you know what too mean? humble, like, yeah. Too humble, yeah. So, you know, what's, what's something you're really good at? And, and feel free to brag in this box if you want. And that can be something like a skill or it could be something personality-wise. You know, I like to feel like I'm very empathetic. And that's something that ADHD people feel very strongly is empathy for other people. And I always, I feel their pain and I can relate to people. I think that's a very good, especially as a guy, that's a good skill to have. So I'm more than happy to write down like, you know, I'm a very empathetic person. I will understand you. I will listen, all that kind of thing. And then skills wise, you know, I'd, I'd say I'm quite handy in the kitchen. I'm not, you know, I'm not Gordon Ramsay yeah. or anything, but I can. There's a good skill. I, yeah, I can cook I up so. some food. I We'd, can't say. So. Yeah, well, I, neither, neither that, can my girlfriend, <laughs> sorry, Sarah. But um, she's good at eating and what Yeah, I'm good at so, eating. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm good at cooking. So it actually works out for us. But then we ask and then we put something in there. We don't want to put it negative box. We just put something you might need to know. 
And that is like, I have ADHD. So I, you know, I'm going to talk like a lot. Like eye contact is very scary for me. Like if I mm. meet you on a first time, obviously in this situation, you're right now. I have yeah, to. I like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should look away a um, bit more. But like, so for instance, it's really interesting. I've had it staring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, just like... I'll notice that now. So uh, <laughs> first date is like, if we're in a place where it's like, you're sitting mm. right in front of me, like that is something you might need to know. Because if I'm looking around or fidgeting a little bit, if I haven't told you that, then you might think this guy's not interested I just, in me. Yeah, maybe he's just a bit distracted or rude even, maybe. Exactly. And actually, I can't, it's it's giving me anxiety to stare like directly into your eyes. So, you know, that's... <laughs> Don't do that then. Yeah, I know. And then the thing is, then you start to overcompensate and think about that too much. Yeah. And then you start to be even weirder because then you're like, yes, I'm having such a nice time on this date. <laughs> and you're not blinking. No, like, this guy's completely nuts. Um, so, we, so, so all of this is coming through the onboarding, just like everyone's doing it. Everyone's saying something negative. You don't need to feel the pressure as you do on your hinge or your yeah. Raya or your Tinder or your Bumble or whatever it is that you're using. So that's the onboarding process as we get you in there. We get as much as your personality out, get as much as your vulnerability out and get onto the platform. Once you're on there, what we want to do is we want you to really take time and stop this like really toxic paradox of choice, swipe till you die, finger cramp mentality. Mm. And so what we're trying to say to you is what is success on a dating app? And this is really interesting. So people go, oh, you know, I want to get all these matches and it's just filling their ego and loads of dopamine. Everyone fancies me, look at me. And then they meet them or they don't talk to them or they ghost them. And this is just trickling effect of just negativity from, from that kind of behavior. Mm. So what we do is we go, everything is less is more. So right now you can connect with three people a day, Max, right? Yeah. We give you three people. I really like that feature. It's going up to seven as we hit certain trigger points, right? So the more users we get, we give you another user. Okay. Why? seven people go why seven because the human brain can only actually handle nine choices presented to itself right Mm. after nine you can't actually assess them all at 100 percent so the reason we do seven is that when we do our premium version those people will be able to get nine and right now on the premium version you'll be able to get seven and i'll give you an example let's say you go to a restaurant and they've got like five Mm. things on the menu yeah so much easier this food's good i hate when they have a million choices i can't do it i'm just like oh i just need someone to tell me what one i would like the most exactly and you also think the food quality you think well i I don't know if this is just me but i think well how do they have all of those recipes and ingredients back there do you know what i mean that's true it's called paradox of choice it means the more choice you get the more negative you feel about the choice you're getting yeah. And that is literally Tinder, right? Or Bumble or what, anywhere you can have unlimited choice. Yeah. We match you up on all the stuff you give us, we give you back. You know, some people are like, oh, they put this person in front of me and I, I don't know why that person was put in front of me. It's not my usual type or whatever. But like, you know. But it's probably based on those personality things, exactly. not what they look like. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, we don't use collaborative filtering. So collaborative filtering is what a lot of the main players use. It's a super toxic way to filter people. It's essentially like... Let's say you watch something on Amazon Prime or Netflix. You get to the end of your film or your service, you get an option of something else to watch, which was other users watch this. Similar, yeah. Similar. Basically, that's what's happening on these other dating apps. They're recommending you profiles that other people liked because you liked the same profile as them. But that that can be super toxic. Uh, Let's say that I'm really into like Scandinavian looking women. Okay. Okay. 
so blonde hair, blue eyes, that's my thing. And I'm, but I'm also really into uh, black women. But a lot of people that are liking Scandinavian women are not into black women and they are saying no to all them. Yeah. I'm not actually going to end up seeing that because it's, it's taking all my likes mm. and then taking the likes of these other people and then it's not showing me the other options. Right. So it actually means like there's a study where they have like all the different races and it shows like how much they get liked and disliked by their own race, by other races. And black women are by far the lowest. So if you are a black woman going onto a dating app, sometimes your profile is just not getting seen. Yeah. And that is just racist because of the way that the, the algorithm works, works. Yeah. so we don't have any of that in the back end and a lot of people don't know that's you know not how the algorithms work we you know i can't tell you for sure this is this app uses that algorithm but it, collaborative filtering is a very common filtering uh system that a lot of dating apps use and you can go and google that and th in fact there's an amazing blog somewhere if you type in collaborative filtering dating apps it, it'll come up but it's, it just shows you how toxic that is and and we just will not use that anything like that yeah and this is why some people complain <laughs> that they just don't get any matches because their profile's just not being pushed to anyone <clears throat> yeah exactly so we we match you purely on your interest right and we're trying to say not everything is about looks i mean looks can take you so far in a relationship but i'm telling you now the personality is the most important thing oh, yeah, for, for keeping it going because you need to have someone, if you want to do something seriously, if you want to be in a relationship, you've got to connect with them like they're your mate. And I know that mm. sounds cringy, like, oh, it's my best friend or whatever, but they yeah. have to be like your mate. Like if you're completely uncompatible personality, but you just really fancy each other, yeah. it's not going to work out because you'll last, be miserable because no. you'll stop fancying them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I, mean? so I don't care. Like you could put like prime Claudia Schiffer in front of me back in the day, but if she was like not into any single thing that I was into and we didn't get on yeah, at all. You just then... didn't want to do any of the same things. It no. just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. You end up arguing, resenting each other and it just, yeah. Good. Yeah. And then they become unattractive anyway. Exactly. Because see them and you think of negative things exactly so, thought, yeah. so we match you like whatever you put into our product is you know and you might not think that's my type but maybe it is your type you just don't know it yeah because I have to admit the people that I've seen on my matches are very different to what I would usually get on the whole yeah. hinge bumble I've definitely seen a lot more variety in race and the type of person as mm -hmm. well like maybe I can kind of tell from their photos that they're into quite unusual activities that I probably wouldn't consider yeah. or like Maybe just other people haven't shown them on other profiles. Exactly, that's it. That's yeah. it. We're a quirk judgment-free zone. Yeah. To be as quirky and as kooky or different or whatever as you like. So, you know, if you're into something that might be, you know, a bit left field, I mean, like, you know, I don't really know. I'm trying desperately to think of something. Well, right I saw now. someone that came up for me had chess, like him playing professional chess amazing on his profile and i was like i've never seen that on a dating that's app but that's cool that guy is going to be like amazing at any task that requires <laughs> yeah. like forward planning but this is the thing you think like he must be organized and yeah it just Strategic. i thought it was a positive thing i just you have to be intelligent to play chess at that kind of level for sure and Surely. i mean <laughs> my my um my my partner, um, Sarah now, she, um, she's an amazing seamstress, right? And mm. I'm, I'm fascinated by it because I am terrible with my hands, right? I can't make anything. I'm not, I was never good at DT or like Ikea sends me into shivers. <laughs> like I hate all of that. Flat um, pack, that's really funny. But give me a microphone and say, you know, I mean, you came and saw me speak at that event. There was like, a, you know, 120 people there or whatever it was, you know, yeah. I'm absolutely fine with that. And that sends Sarah into complete freak out, do you know what I mean? Yeah, somebody so would absolutely hate that. It's yeah. really interesting to see what people are good at and chess. Well, I, if I, I'm terrible at chess, right? Because I'm not very patient. I've got ADHD and you have to think 
two or three moves ahead. But that shows me that that person is going to be good at thinking strategically and mm. be cracking in an airport. They're going to know where to go, what gate, where to, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to think about these things in, uh, in a practical life. I really like how you ask dogs and cats as well, because I'm a big oh, cat yeah. person. I'm a dog person, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, cats are just... I like both, uh, but I love cats. If I see a guy has a cat on his profile, that's a yeah. big, big yes from me, yeah. But yeah, we ask that question. And if you put cats, then we will try and put you someone else that said... Cats. cats, yeah, yeah. Well, I'd hope that all sense. my matches are cat people. Yeah, I think you know, moving in the future, and I, and I always say this: it's like we're such a young business, and I think you know we have to be like, what are we doing in the future, and and things like that. We want to do everything now, and we just can't. You know, we can only what's that saying? You don't want to run before you can walk, kind of thing. But in the future, we'll be able to actually tell you. Like right now, we tell you what you what you matched up on, mm. but I think in the future it would be good to give a little bit more than just like, oh, you both like cats. You know, what what other information can we extract from both of you well, to you make do that? do that a bit though which i think is really yeah, cool with the, with the little what are they called like the little interests interests yeah, yeah the exactly. highlights you can see that they've said like wine or some type of food i can't think what the others are now like oh, creativity that's a yeah. nice one that i i ticked yeah and i think what's great about that is you, know, you ask why you know little things were different it's like dating apps are the facilitation of a of a connection which their algorithm kind of puts together and then that's it they 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 don't do anything else whereas we actually have our brand partner section, which, mm-hmm. um, and, and it's the brand partner thing is really clever actually, um, because you can't access brand partners till your profiles are 80%. So basically, we cut down on boarding basically to near or nothing, but then you mm-hmm. can't access brand partners, which is such a great thing. And I sometimes I want to see profiles at like 70%. I'm like, just literally have to do one more thing and you <laughs> yes, can access all one these. More thing, yeah. yeah. So we will tell you, you know, that we do a lot of a lot of brands that are involved with dating in some form of capacity, we give you discounts and they're exclusive to us. So you can't get those discounts anywhere else. And so, for instance, we've got a cocktail making class, right? Which is so much fun, by the way. Shout out to Be London and Cubanista, the cocktail. Uh, it's in South Kensington. It is so much oh, fun. that's really close to And me. also great value for money on the matter. Not to, but well, I am plugging it. Because yeah, plug you, it. Yeah, because not only do you get to learn how to make cocktails, but you get to drink all of them too. So it's, <laughs> it's it actually works out at like eight quid a drink or something, which is fantastic. And a, and a class. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and you can do that at, in a in a private thing or you can do it with with other people but we'll tell you so a little date yeah that's what i mean it's that's the whole point of it it's you and i match katie right and you put cocktails down something i can come straight into brown partners and go okay cool let's go cocktail making it's right there the app's told you what you guys are interested in then go and find an experience and and do something there so you know we've got stuff in there for more fitness people we've got food and drink we've got stuff to get ready for the date so we've got you know hair products makeup products you know things like that and also we've got things you know we've got therapy in there we've got Mm. Mindfulness, you know, we have a, and I, I don't know why more people aren't using this, but we have like a professional relationship coach that will for free uh, go through your dating app profile. So, really you know, cool. go through, like, just book it through, just click on it and just send her an email and say, I came through Matter. She will go through your pictures, what you've written, and she'll really help. You can tell her. Um, I'm not succeeding in this area or, you know, I want to get this part of my personality across. I don't know how to do it. How do I phrase this about myself? And that's free. Wow. That is amazing, Perk. Mm-hmm. You're right. More people should do you that. You should go, go into the yeah. Perk section, go to inclusive sex. I might even do it. Like, do it. <laughs> it's free. Do it. Yeah, what's, why not? What's to lose? It'd be interesting to see what they say. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. No, we've got to talk about this because I thought it was so interesting that height does not mm-hmm. feature at all on your app. I need to know the reasoning behind that. Like, why? <laughs> this is really funny. When you said you were going to like ask me this question, I was like chuckling a little bit because <laughs> we had like a, a round table about this, right? It's a very controversial it's, topic. It's a very controversial topic. And it's funny because there's, there's these kind of like 
red lines or like lines in the sand that men and women both have. For men, it's age. For women, it's height, basically, mm. is their big thing. So it's not our research. I'm not going to, but basically there's a study where it's like, I think men want to be a minimum three years older or something like that than the person okay. they're dating. And women want to be, a, I think it's something like three inches or something like that or four shorter, inches yeah. uh, shorter, yeah. right? The thing about that is, is just, we don't want to, ex- like, for instance, let me, let me give you, if we put a height thing in there, right, you might think, all right, six foot's my minimum, right? Like my mm. six foot, it's like, that's kind of what women think. They, but do you know what the percentage of men is? I mean, I don't know oh, it, but it's no, tiny. It's, it's, I do, I think it's 14% yeah. of the whole male yeah, yeah. population it's over six in the foot. UK. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. really, really small. So you're yeah, really yeah. limiting your pool. I don't, I say my height or above. Yeah. <laughs> I still say above, I still can't go lower, but yeah. I'm only five seven. So for a man, that's not too hard to be yeah. taller than me. Exactly. But I think, you know how many people are six foot in the UK, right? <laughs> like yeah. you just said, yeah. there's not that many, no. and it's, you know, so you know, and five eleven. By the way, I think five eleven doesn't exist. I think it's either. I'm five ten and a half. So I'm nearly five <laughs> eleven, but I just don't know anyone that's five eleven. I think you're either six foot <laughs> or you're five ten. I just, it's a conspiracy theory of mine. I've never really met a five eleven person. I don't think it's just a tiny bit <laughs> My taller than me. brother's five eleven. I'm is pretty he? sure. I'm pretty is he? sure. Is he He's really? definitely not six foot. He could be five ten. He's five ten point nine. I don't think five eleven exists. But no, we don't. We don't put it in there because. Let me give you an example. Okay. So someone's 5'11", mm. all right? The mythical unicorn of the 5'11 man. <laughs> and you, you're you looking for all these qualities, right? So you want them to do be this, you want them to be caring, you want them to like cats, blah, blah, blah. And you've got this filter for height and you, I'm not saying you, but women or gay men have put in six foot as their minimum. Yeah. So you're never going to see the 5'11 guy, but they've got every single other thing, yeah. but they don't have that one inch of height. Where if you said to them, you've got every single thing else, but they're, half an inch or one inch shorter would you still date that guy everyone's gonna say yes Yes, yeah do you know what I mean and it's the same for men so for instance I've got like all these qualities and whatever I'm looking for in a woman but they're two years younger than me or one year younger than me or or older you know my ex-girlfriend before Sarah was three years older than me right yeah they're like, oh, would you date that person? You go, yes, of course I would. And so yeah, they're my perfect person. Exactly. Absolutely. You can work out someone's height near enough from their picture. So if it's a real you big... You can. Yeah, <laughs> this come is on. what I realised I started come doing. Come on. I was looking at things in the background. Yeah. And I was like, this is so toxic. Yeah. And I just think, it, it, let people pitch. Yeah. You know, let people pitch themselves to you before you just say, I'm not... Because you're already doing that with age. And I get that age thing. The age thing we can't not do, okay? Because yeah. that is just something that you have to put the age in there. One thing we want to do in the future, and it's, it's in our kind of like creative sessions, was Wildcard Wednesday, which is where we'll give you Love someone, that. only on a Wednesday, we'll give you one person that's outside of your like, search criteria. Uh, okay. And it'll be just like... That's fun. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. fun. Because it's just like, we get one more person. Yeah, and, and you it's, don't have to like match them. Of you can just not. then see... Oh, it could encourage you to maybe extend your filters. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, it might give you someone that's a year either side of your yeah. or age things or like maybe they're a little bit further away. Yeah, in your parameter. that's not really a deal breaker. Exactly. You know, if, if they're you, really great, a 31 year old or 32 year old at the end of the day. That, yeah. And by the way, that could be months. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that could literally yeah. even be one month. And sometimes if their birthday yeah. was then and you could be like, never see that person. These are the tiny things. I'm not saying go 18 to 65, <laughs> 600 miles. That's not what I'm saying. We, well, by the way, we don't we don't have the capacity to do that city wise. Um, yeah, you're just London at the moment, aren't you? At the you? minute, yeah. It's um, also quite nice, though. I quite like that at the moment, that everyone's a local. Yeah, I want to address that because, you know, we get angry people with their pitchforks. We rely so heavily on our reviews. And App Store, when you have an app, you know, App Store is like, God, if you get something bad in there, it's, it can really affect the, the number. And we'll have people like... 
you know, and I'm not say a city because I'll get even more hate from people from that city, but let's say city in the north, right? <laughs> Begins with S and near Newcastle. Um, <laughs> they just like wrote down like on here, like filled in everything and then said I was from Sunderland. I'm sorry, I've just, uh, just said it. There. Oops, I know I was going to say it anyway. And I can't get on one star. And I'm like, well, the reason for that is this. And I explain to people that aren't completely okay with how marketplace models work. Because I wasn't. I certainly wasn't when I started this. So marketplace model is, I'm here. You need to be in a close proximity to me. And we exchange something, right? We're creating like Facebook marketplace. If you're selling a lamp, right? And you're setting people from Sunderland, you're not going to go to Sunderland. It's the same for dating. You're not going to go to that that date. And so what you have to do is you have to build up and saturate areas and then move to the next one. And move to the next one, move to the next one so if you are from another city and you want to use matter the best thing you can do is go and download the product and leave your city in the the box where it says where are you from because we save all of those and the more we get from your area is where we'll go to next yeah so if you are desperate to have matter in Sunderland or Skegness or wherever it is (laughs) just (laughs) write a city down there get your friends to do it and we will come there next we already have a city that we can clearly see is it's much higher than anywhere else so yeah. you know it's very easy for us to go we'll just open up in there next but that's the reason why we can't be everywhere at once no no it doesn't work because sometimes someone will log on and there'll be no users and then they'll just delete it exactly which is why we user only, experience yeah which is why we only give you three people at the minute four very soon so you'll be getting your christmas present of extra shoes and we'll go all the way up to, to seven but you know people go oh you know th- there's only three people it's like yeah because we want you to have a better experience yeah and I mean? also it's clever because i find that when I'm on it I actually look at those profiles in a lot more detail than I would on a normal app because I'm like well these are the only ones I have today mm-hmm. and I'm trying to figure out why the algorithms match me with these people based on those little you know it shows you what you are compatible <laughs> on like I really like that I go through them and I'm like oh yeah and we also we don't let you like someone without messaging them mm. so yeah that's smart so you yeah. can't just like and then just kind of sit in your inbox yeah without saying anything no because you know why why should you interrupt this person's you know day or yeah. whatever without telling them why you've done that like <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean like, no 100% you know, they hate it when people just like a photo and I'm like what do well, I do with that yeah. do I reach out do you reach out it helps the conversation massively so for those of you that have matter you have to open the profile to be able to even do anything so you look in the profile It we tell you why we've matched you so as an app we're very transparent yeah. so we'll say okay Katie we've matched you with Mark or James or whoever because you guys are into Skiing, cats, cocktails, uh, cooking, yeah. wh- whatever it is. So that you know that's why we've done it. Now you can go and look at the profile and then to connect with that person, you have to message. Mm. You can't just like. And we let everyone know, by the way, who's like them and all that kind of stuff. I know that's a big thing for people. They want to know, you know, like who's, yeah. who's like them. And so it's not this kind of guessing game. So um, less is more. Like it's better to go on one date in the whole month and it's a good date where you've connected than have like talking mm. to 15 people that are not on your wavelength or go on five crap dates. No one's got the time. <laughs> or the money to be no, doing that in 2024 energy, exactly it's exactly. not the energy of 2024 less is more less is more <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in less is more in everything really yeah. you don't need i think we we want too much mm. in this day and age and we're we're so competitive our society now we're quick to get everything we want as of well instant gratification yeah and I, and I actually think i'm really happy that i went through uni with with me no, too with I, no I say that a lot i i didn't yeah. have any desire to download a dating app at uni yeah like i just met people out and about yeah and it builds up your confidence but the world's changed 
in every way. You know, there's obviously there was the Me Too movement as well. You know, I think that's really effective. Kind of like guys go, and I certainly know that like guys going up to girls, you know, just yeah. disturbing them and feeling very scared of it's, like what are they going to do? You know, they could turn around and say like you, you've got no right to come over here or whatever. Yeah. So that makes people nervous. And and there's there's loads of, there's loads of little things. You know, technology is just the done thing now. And so you know, I, I know I, I'm the founder of a dating app, but like you said at the beginning, the usage is going through the roof at the minute. Mm. I mean, you, every single graph you'll see. I see so many articles like people are ditching dating apps. Yeah, they're not. Look at the... D- yeah, they're, they're not. not. Yeah. They're not. They, they might say they are. Or they do, I think they people are they. being more vocal about just how much they dislike them. Exactly. And they're saying, I'm not on them, but that means not at the moment. That yeah. doesn't mean they've never had them. Also doesn't mean they probably won't download it in the future. Yeah, and I think also there's, I'm not on apps. I meet people on nights out. Just, you can do both. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? If, if someone approached you in a bar or you get talking to someone, you don't go, oh, sorry, we haven't actually met on an app. <laughs> so um, sorry. I... You have to find me on <laughs> yeah, this just, app. Yeah, yes. Spend like your whole weekend <laughs> trying to swiping. I'm on or, like dropping your location in my house. Yeah, yeah great. Because I, I was, you know, I was single for the best part of two or three, uh, yeah, two or three years before this relationship I'm in now, which I've been in for three years. And you know, I just, you know, some of my friends that were single, were like, oh, I'm not downloading an app because you know, I just meet people. I'm out. I'm like, yeah, we'll just do both. And I met my partner on an app and we're engaged now, actually. So, uh, well, congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah. So dating apps do work. So, yeah, I would love to say we met on Matter, but it wasn't developed. It wasn't. Yeah, it didn't exist. (laughs) Everyone asked me that. I'm like, it literally didn't exist. uh, (laughs) Okay. Yeah. If it was there, then we would have met on Matter. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. I would have fixed the algorithm or something in the back end (laughs) to meet her because she's great. Yeah, that would have been funny. You Mm. could have just gone through all the people and find your perfect partner. We we definitely don't do that, by the way, at work. (laughs) I'd just like to put a disclaimer in here that we don't sit there and look at work. You don't just like match make while you're you're sitting there. (laughs) That's the whole ploy where I started dating up is I just wanted more dates, right? And I could do it. No, that's no. No, it doesn't work like that. No, it definitely doesn't. (laughs) Um, it's very expensive uh, ploy <laughs> to get you some yeah. dates. Well, it would take a long time. It's a hell of a lot of money to build an app. Oh, no, that's why I didn't do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I oh. looked into the funding and I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. But like people don't realise that until they look into it like <laughs> I did. Yeah. I if started you... a podcast instead. <laughs> also not cheap. <laughs> much, much cheaper. Much cheaper, but still not cheap. Yeah. So I think if you do want to start a dating app, firstly, have a look to see if your dating app doesn't already exist. <laughs> yeah, mine already uh, existed yeah. as well. And yeah, was doing terrible. So. Yeah, there's plenty of there's plenty of apps out there in some form of guys. And I, I think... Um, if I give a bit of entrepreneur advice here, I think you've really got to have like in this day and age, I think if you're starting any sort of brand, it has to have a purpose. Mm. I don't. I, it's I, a really don't, strong message. Yeah. yeah. I think you've really got to be trying to. And, and, and I know that kind of sucks a little bit. Sometimes you just want to like a cooler product. Or a cool brand, yeah. yeah. And I just feel like in this day and age, you, you've really it's, it's harder than ever to get funding because they gave out so much funding in 2021, inflated all these companies because it was all sitting there during COVID, mm. basically. They didn't deploy any of it. And they overinflated all these companies. I've all never reached these numbers. So all of those. But so now, basically, it's really difficult to get funding. Everyone's slightly nervous about it. Exactly. But businesses still get funded, but your business has to tick all of the boxes. And, you know, I think you've really got to have a purpose. And for me, it's very easy for me to pitch matter because... I was that guy with that yeah. problem and I believe in it so much. It's your that, personal experience, which is really powerful. Exactly. It's very powerful because someone can't critique it because yeah. it's your experience and then you back it up with the data. So one thing that's difficult about dating apps when you're raising investment is the people that you're getting investment from more often than not don't have a clue about dating apps because they're... They never were on them, yeah. 45-year-old men more often than not, you know, that you're pitching or 50, you know, 45 plus. And they've been married for 20 years, yeah. Exactly. They've been married for 10 years, they've never been on it. So, so that's tricky. But a lot of those people now have young children. 
Mm. And you can then pitch the whole, they're dangerous, they're not safe, they're very toxic. <laughs> and, you know, your child in three, four years, you know, your 12-year-old yeah. right now That's in six it. years is going to be on a dating app maybe. And so if you invest in us now, then you can protect for the future. So you've got to just understand who, your audience in terms of pitching. But listen, I'm not, I'm really not going to sugarcoat it. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm. I had a very, very comfortable job. I was earning very good money. I'd done it my whole life. I could have coasted and been very, very successful. I've got a, I would have had a much higher, because a lot of people I think, think that tech founders go into it to become like multimillionaires or whatever it is. Some people, they, you know, they, and some people do probably do that. I think they're doing that for completely the wrong reasons. One, because it's a lot harder than staying in the corporate ladder and working way up if yeah. you're that intelligent. And two, because the odds are stacked against you. I think it's like 80, 90% of startups fail, right? Fail, yeah. So you've got a one in 15 chance, one in 10 chance, which are not great odds. It's very, very, very difficult from a mental health point of view. Mm. And I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it because I've had a rough year trying to, you know, trying to raise money. But so you've got to, and, and the point I'm getting at here is, You've got to 100% believe what you're doing is going to make a difference to the world. And if you're going into it just to make money, then I, I really thing, don't yeah. do that. Stay in the job you're in and, and go and work and do that or go and work in the city. Yeah. Because this is not the job where you want to get money out of it. Like I gave up six eighths of my salary mm. to be able to do this because I need to pay the staff. I need to do that. So I saved up for a year before going full time mm. and I saved a lot. Uh, yeah. of money so you've got to be in a position where you can either get support from someone to do this or you can save up money because it's it's very difficult to you can't pay the wages that you want to get paid because you need to put that into people you want to hire yeah good advice mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe just stay in your job <laughs> no i don't want i don't want to tell people not to be entrepreneurs no it's in like yeah if yeah. you're not really passionate you, about it that's what i'm saying yeah. don't do it for the money <laughs> The money or the the kudos. Yeah, the fame almost. Yeah. yeah it, you know, it's it's love. I love doing this, coming on a podcast and talking to you. And this part of my job's great. But how many podcasts have I been on? Three? Yeah. Right. <laughs> how many weekends have I worked? 60? Yeah, so, yeah. so, yeah. It's not all podcasts and, you know, events at Soho House. It's yeah. a lot of Sunday working too. Yeah. No, I can imagine. Jamie, thank you so much for coming on. And it's been a really interesting conversation. Let everyone know where we can find you, where we can find Matter, plug all the things. Yeah, of course. Um, so socials for Matter are Matter, which has got no E, so M-A-T-T-R dot social. And you can find us across Insta, TikTok, uh, LinkedIn, if you're, if you're a corporate kind of guy. And to download the product, we're live and direct on iOS uh, in the App Store. Again, just type in Matter, M-A-T-T-R. And Android, I really hope, actually, fingers crossed, that by the time this comes out in a couple of weeks, we will be on Play Store. Um, oh, nice. Which is really nice. And to the Android community, again, we, we apologize. We've only got two <laughs> tech teams. They're like, when's the Android app coming? It's like, it's coming, it's coming. So I've heard that from yeah. a lot of other like, yeah. new and we get it. We get companies. It. Yeah. We get it because, you know, we're, we're an app for everyone. And if we don't have it on, you know, the, the big, you know, I mean, I, I think it's fi- actually very strangely in the UK, Android and iOS is literally 50 50. Is it? Yeah, whereas in most places, Android yeah. is, is weirdly bigger. But we we should be out. And if we're not, we're going to be out very, very soon. Very to that soon date. Yeah. So, yeah, on uh, on both of those, um, iOS and um, and Play Store and Matter.social on the social channels. Perfect. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you for having me. I've loved it. Thanks so much. Awesome.